this is season three, episode five. We're gonna be talking about Women's History Month. Um, this is a very important topic to um a lot of people, you know. Um, women's rights has been a big deal in the United States and around the world. We're still fighting for those rights, and I just want to talk about. We just want to talk about it. Talk about women's rights. Talk about women that have been a lot to us, past, present, future. And here with me, I have Victor and Ashley, and my name's Kasten. So we're all here to just talk about women's history. Um, I would like to yes, introduce yourselves. What are your majors? What's your major, Ashley? Hi. So my name's Ashley, and I'm majoring in journalism. Cool, Victor. And hello. Hello, my name is Victor, and I am also a journalism major. And I, well, <laughs> I'm the person that changed majors every month when I was at MSJC. I'm actually an alumna, but I stick around because I love, um, I just love community colleges. I love the, that, um, the student environment at community college. I love the talent. So I stick around. I'm considered a club advisor, an alumni club advisor. And um, so my major here at MSJC was social justice. I finished as social justice but it was basically everything for a short time and um then I went to transfer to Arizona State University with majors in community advocacy and social policy with a different major, double major in journalism, but I changed to game development. So I'm all over the place. <laughs> you know, so, there's nothing wrong with that. Like even for, it's about continuing learning and growing, trying different things. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're going to pass the torch to Ashley. Um, so Ashley, do you have any women in your life that are like, that you have in the back of your mind? I asked y'all to think about things that you wanted to talk about about and women that were influential with you and do you have anything that resonates with you well I would definitely say my mom is an influence she does a lot for the family and and everyone always going out of her way to put others first and um one was also celebrity named Lucille Ball she always was a positive role model to me because um she always just uh continued moving forward to pursuing her dreams despite people telling her she couldn't like she wanted to be a comedian and um, bring miles and loss to others and like she had a teacher that said um, she couldn't be an actor or do it but she went out and did it anyways and became a big success. That's really cool. So let me ask you a follow-up question because I like follow-up questions. Um, yeah. What are things that your mom does that sticks out to you if you mind sharing? Well she always put um others first before her needs to make sure to just take care of her family and friends and if someone's in trouble or needs help like she'll always be there and to defend you and to back you up yeah that she's inspiring yeah that, that's really cool I think my mom is a lot like that too I think of my mom a lot when I think of powerful women like my mom um she hasn't had a job for a while but she has a job being a mom is a full-time job and I tell everyone that like, yeah for sure she's a full-time mom and she does her best and she's the best mom she's my favorite mom even though you know I only get one mom but she's still my favorite mom she's the best that's what I tell her and um so I totally resonate with that she's always putting this first i would mm-hmm. say um there was another person a long a couple years ago that uh working in a retail store we were co-workers but she became like a second mom like she was always one to take care of help take care of me and others and then we became really close close friends and all and i always remember her and still touch bases with her but like you just never know like who you're going to come across that can make an impact in your life as well for sure um it's i'm going to pass it off to you do you have anyone that happens to resonate with you or anything you want to share or add to? Oh, sure. Um, so I guess the first person 
something that I kind of, I guess, uh, would uh, first uh, pop into my mind would be Michelle Obama. Uh, I admire how, you know, in yes. spite of her, I inspire, uh, I, I admire in spite of her socioeconomic status while growing up, she was very, she was in a very, uh, she was from a very poor family, um, still rose to become a lawyer um, in spite of the fact that her teachers, um, I, I read her book, um, Mm-hmm. And she, she was in elementary school. One of her teachers told her that she wasn't. She was not going to be like. Why are you? Uh, why was you? Why were you so ambitious to um, to want to become a lawyer? Want to become more? You're not going to become more than that. And in spite of what she was told, she ended up rising. You know, she became the first lady, the first first black lady in the United States. You know, to, to live in the White House of the United States. Um, you know, she's an author. She's a huge children's advocate. Uh, she's a healthcare yes. administrator. Um, kind of echoing what you guys were saying earlier, where, <laughs> or where Cassie, what you were saying earlier, where you were, you're bouncing around with majors, trying to find your, your, your place and your niche in the world. Um, Michelle Obama, actually, she was a lawyer first, decided that she hated being a lawyer and became a healthcare administrator instead. So, <laughs> so she found her passion that way, like, you know, through trial and error that way. And then, um, I would also be reading this, um, as well, if I didn't mention my own mother, she was my first, um, my first, um, female figure that, um, you know, that, that I knew, you know, she took care of me. My mother was a teenage mother, um, and she was given the option to either, um, terminate her pregnancy or um, have her baby and she chose to have her baby she took the responsibility in doing that and she raised me and um, my myself and my sister worked really hard and you know she ran a household similarly to your mom's you know she ran trying to ran a household and um, you know I can't you know I, I will never know what it's like to be a mother um, but I, you know, I've seen the sacrifices that, you know, good mothers, um, have made, um, you know, they work really hard. It's not easy running a household, you know, <laughs> unfortunately being tasked with, um, with, um, consistently being the one that's cooking, even though there's like, um, you know, males do that these days too, but I don't know for whatever reason, uh, we continue to kind of put a lot of pressure on, on, on women, especially, um, um, uh, mother, mothers, um, you know, they're tasked with having to take care of their children, tasked with having to run the household, tasked with um, having a job. You know, it, it, juggling all those all those balls is just not, I mean, it can't possibly be easy. And I just, you know, just kudos to all the females out there that, that have had to um, uh, uh, perform those jobs and, um, and trying to balance everything that they can, that they have um, on their plate. Yeah. That was wonderfully said, Victor. Thank you for that. And your mom seems yeah, like a was. very awesome woman. Um, for me, oh man, the I've been trying for almost all week to think about women that really resonate with me. And honestly, the list is genuinely endless. I've been so blessed to be able to have so many powerful women in my life, and I don't think I would be standing here. There wasn't for them, but of course, my mom is number one, but I think... There's other women in my life like that have come and gone and that even for short times still meant a lot to me. Like for example, um, my grandma. Um, my grandma died when I was nine years old, but she was like her and I were like very close. We spent every day all day together. Um she was like my second mom and it was really hard. And um I don't remember much of her to be honest. So I can't sit here and preach about her, but I know I loved her and I know that it stays with me. And when I think of women that I loved and that I cherished and that I really had 
the honor of knowing I think of her even though I only had her for nine years of my life I can't really start off by saying anything by talking about her in my heart and I know I don't remember her but that's just how I feel um but when my grandma died um sore time um I had to go to some counseling at school and I had a mentor who was one of the school counselors and she was just the most amazing woman outside of my family I have ever met in my life like she was just always there for me um if I needed to get out of class even though it was elementary school um I would go to her classroom and just tell her hey I need a break right now I don't know why and she would just be like all right let's talk let's listen to music let's just talk about our dogs you know um I think looking back at our relationship and how she was she really still this day to this day influences me um as some of you know my brother died in the fifth grade three years later and um she was there for me through the beginning of that um the day he passed away she was there to comfort me and you know that was when we lost contact but um because I had to go to a different school long story and the point is she was just so supportive and endlessly loving to me despite my crazy life and childhood that had some really hard hardships she was always someone I could always be like hey I just need someone right now and I don't know why but I need somebody and I know don't I don't really know where she went but I know I loved her so much and uh, that's really the most influential person I know sorry I went on a rant but that's kind of my schmeal <laughs> It's oh, like, no, no. Okay. I, yeah, sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, it does sound amazing. I mean, I know that, um, like, even with my grandmother, like, I went, like, my grandmother is no longer with us either. And a lot of stuff, like, like now that I'm, like, I guess old enough to kind of, like, think about things, like, you think about those hugs, those conversations, or even things that they said, um, you're just kind of like, wow, like, I didn't realize, like, what that meant at the time. It meant something different, but now that you're now, like, now that I'm, like, older, like, I, um, I reflect upon those memories, and I'm like, oh, this is what you were trying to tell me, or this is what you meant by that, um, or even having those really, like, those really, um, deep conversations, like what you were saying, Kasten, um, like, you know, uh, that your grandmother was there for you for those, you know, for those, um, for those really critical moments, and I think, when I think about my critical moments, or those deep conversations with my own grandmother like I'm just like wow like I understood that I understood the answers and the comfort to mean something different back then but now that I'm older I'm just I, I again I kind of reflect on it and I'm just kind of like wow you know like hmm, you know like I don't know I guess it just means it, it, it has a little bit of a different it has evolved into a little bit of a different meaning for me right right uh, I know what you because, mean yeah because I can better understand like oh that's what you and I guess it's because I've, I've now experienced those things that maybe she was, you know, she was trying to, 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 um, to uh, explain to me. So you get to better understand it because like you literally like, oh, like, wow, okay, got it. <laughs> right. And I think for me, like becoming an aunt, for example, I have a three-year-old niece and 
have being an aunt has really changed my perspective on how to care for others and how others care about me. Like I can see from the being the older aunt to the little girl that is the most wonderful thing in the universe. Um, you know, I can see when she's crying, you know, I'm also there to support her if she needs to cry and she doesn't want to tell me why. You know, I'll sit with her and I think as we get older, we start to appreciate as we care for others, those people. And we, even if we don't see it in that moment, those people will always resonate with us the more we care for others. You know what I mean? Absolutely. True. Yes, yes. For sure. Um, and also, Michelle Obama is just amazing. Like, I've listened to her podcast, talked about her childhood, and she is just an amazing woman. Like, yeah, I can't put it any other way. She's just amazing, on fire, awesome, beautiful, all the good things. Um, yeah, yeah. So positive, so positive. You know, I, I just thought of two other ladies. And okay. um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, yes. And, and Sonia Sotomayor, um, uh, two female justices on the, two, one of the first female justices I think the first the first one was Sandra Day O'Connor um, until I think it was Ruth that came into the picture. Um, and then I think it was uh, Elena Key, 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 Elena something. I can't remember her last name. Oops. Um, I, I always feel like I have to like um, Google, her, Google her now to get it right and give her the, um, um, the right... Um, was it called the, the pronunciation? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to tell uh, us yeah. later, and we'll put it in the description. But yeah, let's. Yeah. I think justice yeah, no, I, is. I, Go ahead. I, I was, yeah, I was just asking that question. Those um, the female justices that have been able to serve on the um, on the Supreme Court. Um, you know, even just thinking back to what Ruth Bader Ginsburg did. You know, she was a she was a lawyer well you know she went to school to be a lawyer she had a sick husband at the time um she did his homework and she did her own homework and on top of that she took oh, care wow. of a child at home yeah because her mm -hmm. husband at the time um he was diagnosed with cancer and mm -hmm. he ended up having you know he to keep up she had to go to his classes from what i understand i think it was he had to go to his classes and she had to um take notes and like um, type up his papers while he, oh, wow. you know, like he basically he basically told her what he what she needed to write and stuff. But she helped him a lot uh, through mm -hmm. law school. Um, and then she was just a, you know she was you know she was really tough on you know fighting for for what she believed in, and that basically led her to the biggest you know the the highest court of the land, um, you know for you know. What she did. Right. Um, there was Sonia Sotomayor. She came from um, she came from a from from a from a uh, low social social economic background as well. Um, and then she climbed. Um, I don't know too much about. Um, I, again, I don't know her last name. I know her first name is Elena, um, but um, I'm sure she had her own her own. Um, uh, challenges that she had to go through in order to 
declined to the Supreme Court. And then there's the most recent Supreme Court justice. So, um, so yeah. For sure, Ashley. Do you want to add anything? Ellen Kagan. Sorry. What you guys are saying just made me think how the simplest of things can really be some of the biggest things. Like those little things are some of the biggest to be thankful for. Yes. And there was someone else that did pop in my mind when you were talking. If you heard of them, their name is Helen Keller. And she was an American disability rights advocate back in the 1880s. And there's a movie called The Miracle Worker. And she helped this one child that was the, one of like the first deaf and blind children that uh, kind of society. And back then, they didn't know how to work with. And she didn't give up on finding ways to get her in the world and communicating with others. So like her story was always interesting to me too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, for somebody, yeah, for somebody that you know, was blind, it was she was blind, deaf, and um, and mute. Yeah, so basically she had no way yeah. to communicate to the world, and people didn't understand or know what was wrong. And then um, Helen Keller was the one to be the teacher and to guide her and to help. And they formed a really just beautiful relationship and her not giving up on her as well. I love that. Um, someone else I think of, she's a musician. Um, do you all know about Janis Joplin? Oh, Janis Joplin, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was only a musician for not even 10 years, but she was so rebellious and so in her own style and she was inspired by the blues and rock and roll and this happened in the 60s where from my understanding that's not the most common thing but you know if you went up to Janis Joplin you wouldn't give her a hard time she was just this fierce person and unfortunately she passed away way too early but um I will always you know I always think about her and how she was and of course, we only know her stage character, but from what I know of her, you know, she didn't care what other people thought. She didn't come onto stage with a full face of makeup. Not that there's something wrong with that, but, you know, I'm a girl who doesn't like makeup very much. And I've always felt inspired by her that she was just herself and she wore what she wanted. She didn't wear a fancy dress like how women back then were commanded to. She just wore some blue jeans and a comfy top. And I thought, I just think that's the coolest thing. She just walked her own beat. And like you were saying, actually, just small things like that have the biggest impacts. She wasn't afraid to be herself. She was just out yeah. herself. Yeah, and I think that's Despite so... any judgment, it sounds like, yeah. Especially, like, then in the 60s, we were just getting out of a war. And things were, stakes were kind of high back then, honestly. So it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy how women have been so powerful and influential and big and small and just big ways, even how they are, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Victor, do you have anything to add? I saw you unmuting yourself. Oh, no, I was, I was wanting to add something, but then I just didn't. Uh, well, I guess maybe I will, um, you know, like, uh, you mentioned Janis Joplin, 
um, and in the period that, you know, where, you know, where during her time period, um, and I'll just add to what you had basically added, but basically saying that, you know, it wasn't a really, it wasn't a, any, it's never has been an easy time for women, I want to say, because that glass ceiling has not, has yet to be broken. Um, but, you know, we still do have those trailblazers that continue to fight and be that voice for, you know, for not, I, I want to say not just females, just for everybody. They're just fighting for that equality um, and to prove that, you know, they're just as, that, you know, women are just as good as, as their male counterparts. Just because they are born, you know, female does not mean that they can't, they can't do and undo as, as everyone else. It's just, just so happens that the culture that we live in, you know, it makes it a little bit more difficult um, unfortunately, but, you know, we are fortunate that, you know, I'm, I'm a feminist. I, I think that, you know, women should have equal rights just as men do. Um, uh, it, it's just fortunate that we have these strong female figures for those that are, I, this is not going to come out the way I want it to, but for those that are not as strong, to be able to be those leaders and those, in, you know, those people that, that are, you know, those females that are inspiring other females to, hey, no, we don't give up. We just continue to move forward um, and we continue to fight until, until we, 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 we arrive. Um, so I just think that that's just, um, thank you for offering that example. Another example, I guess it just immediately comes to mind is uh, people like Halle Berry, um, and the only reason she comes up into my mind is because uh, she portrayed a uh, a singer um, from way back when, uh, Dorothy Dandridge, um, who was a singer back um, uh, back during a time when um, when uh, during like the civil rights movement kind of thing, um, and um, it. It just takes, like for me, I guess when I think of people like that, it just, it, 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 it takes a very strong person to kind of shove away the hurt and the pain and just keep moving forward. And it's not like you're just shoving away the hurt and the pain, you're using that hurt and pain as a weapon to be able to continue to move forward and to continue, again, to continue to fight for what you feel is right. Um, and so that you can be able to find your place in this world. Um, you know, I don't think that we give enough credit to the female figures that, you know, that we have around us. You know, um, they're very strong people and they're very capable. And um, I'm just glad that we have female figures that, you know, are willing to be strong enough to be able to, you know, stand up for what is right for everyone. Um, and to be able to lift those that are not, are not, I guess, are not strong enough to lift themselves or give them the strength to be able to be as strong, maybe is the better way of putting it. So, yeah, pretty sure. I think, I think you couldn't have said it better. Like it's just, for me, there's so many, there's countless women around me that are just so influential. And I think you really couldn't have said it better. And I think, personally, I think that's a great way to close it out, if you guys think so. Um, 
I think you can really couldn't have framed it better. Um, so yeah, if the list wanna... is endless, like you said. The list is literally endless. Like we could it's talk endless. all night. <laughs> um, <laughs> so those of you who are listening, I have a challenge for you. I want you to send us msjctalon at gmail.com um, an influential woman or as something about an influential woman or woman that you, multiple women that are influential to you. And we would love to share. If you were willing to share or just want to get it off your chest, let us know. Um, email us at msjctalon at gmail.com. We'll put it in the description. Um, we would love for you to have that space and participate too. You know, um, everyone has someone. Well, I, I'd like to hope that everyone has a woman in their life that are semi-inspirational, whether it's a celebrity, a parent, sibling, partner. You know, I think I think there's a lot of beauty in that. So with that being said, do y'all have anything else? No? Going once, going twice? Okay. Well, this was, this was the Talent Talks, season three, episode five. Um, thank you for tuning in. Go ahead. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, have a great night. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.